my beautiful, beautiful, brave badasses, and welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Nikki Sunshine, and we are on episode 30 together, you guys. Holy shit. Meow. For those of you that have been longtime listeners, I, I literally feel like we've been holding hands through this 30 episode, 30 week, five month journey. <laughs> And it's such a fucking honor to know you guys, to connect with you guys. A lot of the longtime listeners, y'all reach out to me on Instagram almost weekly and tell me how the podcast has been affecting you or ask questions. So I, I just love that. Um, now I know there's a whole slew of you I've never heard from or met or even know exist. So if that's you, what's up? I'm Nikki. Let's be friends. <laughs> You guys know how to reach me. You can go to Instagram where I hang out the most at Relationship Badass is the handle. And now on Twitter at Badass Sunshine. Um, or you can just send me an email, relationshipbadass.com. If you've been listening and you've been impacted, I would fucking love to hear from you. And so if there's even a small part of you that's like, how can I thank Nikki for everything she shared with me? Um, you can sh- thank me by sending me a message on Instagram or throwing this on your story and tagging me or sending me an email and saying, hi, what's up? Because <laughs> I am so curious about you all. <clears throat> Speaking of ways you can say thank you. Um, what's up, you guys? I still have free badass swag gifts, okay? So if you have not done so yet, scroll down right now to the bottom of the iTunes app. Leave me a rating one through five stars, and a review that feels true to you. I'm not here asking you to lie. I just want you to leave a review that feels honest for you. And if you do this, screenshot it. Either send it to me on Instagram in a message or throw it on the wall in my group. Just make sure I see that screenshot somehow. And when I do, I will get your address and I will send you a free relationship badass swag gift. So... Um, what are you waiting for? (laughs) There's less than 40 left. So, because I just can't stop giving these away. (laughs) So do this before I run out, you guys, because I love giving things away. I just hosted a really special event recently and just gave away all the things. Um, okay. Arise Amplify Love Relationship Workshop. I will be hosting at Arise Music Festival in Loveland this coming Saturday. So if you're listening to this the day it went out, that's in like four fucking days, you guys. This is my first ever live event besides the classes I teach at Burning Man, um, which most of you probably don't go to or you wouldn't have you wouldn't have had the chance to see those. But this is really accessible. You guys, Arise is a really, really fun, amazing gathering. It's about yoga, music, art, family, um, creativity, connection. It's so beautiful. And then it's infused with music as well. I love this festival. It's my fourth year. I go every year in some form of service. The first year I went, I volunteered at the um, concession stand, I think. And then following years, I have worked for Evolved Alchemy, which is now, you know, more in my boyfriend, his business. And then this year, I'm doing this workshop, this relationship workshop. So I love this festival. I love giving to it. Um, If you guys want to go and you have not snagged your tickets yet, I will drop a link in the 
show notes where you can get a ticket. And full disclosure, just because I'm this kind of bargain mama, if you go to the Facebook group for Arise, there's people selling tickets. You know, that bought them a while ago and now they can't go. And so they, they you know, you can, you can find some deals. Let's put it that way. I want to meet you guys. So if you're going, please let me know. Send me a message. Say what's up. Uh, there's a few of you already that have reached out and I'm like so excited to squeeze you because we've been connecting over social media for like a year <laughs> and now I get to fucking meet you. Um, so yeah, I want to know if you're going to be there. Okay. Um, I do want to just take a moment for some gratitude. <clears throat> hmm. And this week I, what feels super fucking true right now in this moment is to feel is just to be grateful for and share my gratitude for like the challenges in life and like the mucky stuff conflict um I love that shit so much now don't get me wrong I don't love being in it like it doesn't feel good for me either (laughs) but it's I'm actually I'm in a conflict with a friend right now And there's this feeling of just complete trust because I know that at this point in my life, I know like people fuck up, right? Everyone fucks up. Like we're all fuck. And what is fucking up anyway? That's just being human. (laughs) So like nowadays, I don't get scared of mistakes. Like I, I can legit tell you guys if Warren cheated on me right now and like came home and was like, holy shit, I just hooked up with someone. I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, don't get me wrong. I'd be heartbroken as fuck. But there'd be a part of me that's like, wow, I wonder how we can grow through this. You know, I'd be like actually curious. Um, and so this is why I love the challenges and the uncomfortable stuff so much. And that's why I want to make my gratitude shout out about conflict and challenges today is because when I experience a conflict Like I am so confident, at least in myself, that I know how to come together and repair. And in doing that, I know how to not only own my part, so own where I may, like how did I contribute to this conflict in one way or the other? I'm really good at owning that. And then I'm really good at being able to also just be curious about the other person. So there's ownership and then there's curiosity. Like, wow, what was this like for you? How could I have showed up differently? Would that have made you feel better? Um, you know, and I can just get curious, can ask questions. Um, and then there's the part where, so I'm, I'm the curiosity, the ownership, and then the, the resolution, um, you know, expressing how I was impacted and then finding the beautiful way where we come together in that, right? Like, here's your experience. Here's my experience. Okay. How do we move forward with these two perfectly valid and perfectly different experiences in hand? Right, because I can be so. This I actually was talking with one of one of my girls, one of my clients, one of my one on ones with this this week. Um, So you, me, and my partner can get a big. We can have a big, big experience and like a big fight. Let's say, and then when we're repairing from that, let's say now we're like talking about the fight and we're trying to repair. I can have one account of the fight. That sounds completely fucking different from Warren's account of the fight. And they can still both be perfectly valid and true. 
Does that make sense? There's something to being able to hold space for two different stories to coexist. And now that I'm talking about it, I realize that I'm probably just going to do a podcast on this because I could totally go down a rant right now. Um, but yeah, being able to hold the space for two stories to coexist, even though they don't agree with each other. That has been one of my biggest skills that I've learned that has helped me deal with conflicts in a really graceful, beautiful way. So all of this is to say, thank you, conflict. Thank you, challenge for helping me to grow and giving me something to work through. Like what the fuck would life be if everything was just easy peasy? Sounds super boring. (laughs) So shout out to my, my friend challenge. (laughs) You guys, I'm fucking, I feel drunk. (laughs) It's 9 PM. I should probably be going to bed, but you know, shout out to my boy challenge. Okay. Moving on. All right, you guys, finally, let's talk about today's episode. So I have an amazing guest today. Her her name is Kat Tremarco, and she is a sex and relationship coach. But y'all, this woman is so much more. Um, I really got to know her during our interview and our just us connecting before the interview. Um, I was connected to her through a mutual friend. What's up, Carrie? Thank you. And I just fell in love with this woman the like that day the whole time we were connecting I was like wow yes so she's a sex and relationship coach she has a ton of I mean let me just tell you a few things we dive into okay so we talk about sexual shame and shoulds and how these you know not talked about hidden shames and shoulds actually affect what happens in the bedroom Um, we talk about sexual desires and what the fuck that even is and how the fuck you even begin that journey of like, what are my sexual desires? Fuck sexual, what are my desires? What do I like? What kind of touch do I like? Um, We go into that. Kat has this, she says, safety exists within my own body. You guys, this shit blew my mind. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Um, So you have to listen to know what that means. She talks about the inner work involved in sexual healing and how, you know, it's not just about the positions and the language, but our beliefs that we have around our quote-unquote permission or ability to even express or explore our own sexual blueprint she we kind of go into the me too movement a little bit me and her and I'm just gonna say right here we probably me and her actually are quite aligned on that which is interesting because I don't meet a lot of people who see the me too movement in the same light that I do Um, but it's a bit controversial. I'll just own that. So you'll have to stay tuned to see what we have to say about that. She talks about why men aren't bad and just, I just so appreciate the way she praises men and, and their role in our, as women, our personal growth journey and our sexual healing journey. Yeah. She talks about having loving dialogue with your genitals We get into like why is sex taboo and how it's so commercialized and objectified in the mainstream media. But then if you want to like say, hey, how do you want to be rubbed? It's like the most awkward thing ever. (laughs) Why the fuck is that? Um, So yeah, we, there's so much more. Um, We talk about her book. She gives you guys an amazing, amazing offer, which you will hear at the end. Um, So there's a link for that offer. It's only available for like two days. So I would... 
hop the fuck on that if you want to know about more about working with this woman or really anything in terms of sexual, really your relationship with your sexual self. That's what I feel this particular course she offers encompasses. Yeah. Okay, guys. So there's a lot here. At the end, I have her share her top three relationship tips. So, oh my God, it's just so fucking good, you guys. I'm so excited. This conversation, I felt like I was getting such a download of wisdom from this woman. So get cozy, grab a tea, some bubbles, get snuggly, whatever, get ready to go on your run, whatever you're up to, and enjoy this conversation with Kat Trimarco. Okay. What's up, badasses? And welcome back to Become a Relationship Badass, the podcast. I'm here this week with an incredible woman. Um, I'm really excited that we were brought together. And today we're going to be talking about your sexual desires and your sexual blueprint and how to get in touch with those things. And um, really, this is this is the woman you want to talk to if you have questions about that. So Kat, I'd love to just have you introduce yourself to the listeners and yeah, tell them a little bit about who you are. Yeah. First, I just want to say thank you for having me on your podcast. It's yes. been such a pleasure connecting with you and getting a chance to be in front of your audience, in front of your people and just have a really powerful conversation. Mm, and yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so I am, I mean, my official titles are I'm a sex and relationship coach. I'm a spiritual psychology coach. I'm a published author and a speaker. Um, so a lot of the work I do around sex is with women specifically and helping women to know their sexual desires, to actually know their body, like specifically, mm. how does your body want to be touched? Um, and even emotional desires and desires within the relationship, really owning those, reclaiming those. Mm -hmm. And then another huge piece of what I do is communication. So how to actually then, okay, now once you know your desires, once you know how you want to be touched, once you know what brings you pleasure, mm -hmm. how do you actually have the courage, the confidence, and the strength to speak that in the yeah. bedroom. Um, but I would love to share like a little bit of my story of what mm. led me into that. Um, yes, because, I would love that. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I feel like, pe like people are able to relate to that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Why do you care about this topic so much? Totally. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I felt, I, I always found it weird. I was sexually active at a very young age, like 12, 13 loved boys from the time I was like four or five. You had like your five-year-old boyfriend. Totally. I remember my babysitter's brother, his name was Cole, and he had like a Nick Carter, like Backstreet Boys haircut. And I was like, oh, I'm going to marry him. Like, and I was like yes. four or five and he was like 12. But I was always like, so cute. So cute. Yeah. I think back and I'm like, oh, um, but I was always like, drawn to sex I was drawn to boys yeah. and I always felt like that was very natural but then once I was in high school and once I was engaging sexually I mean I was slut shamed a lot I was made fun mm -hmm. of a lot for acting on my sexual desires yeah. and then as an adult like once I actually got into 
relationship, it was like a totally different experience. And I found myself like not knowing how to communicate, not knowing what I wanted in the bedroom, having partners ask me, how do you want to be touched? How do I bring you to orgasm? What turns you on? And I was like a deer in headlights. I'm like, I have no fucking clue. No, I just, and then I realized that a part of me was just like going through the motions Mm -hmm. of sex, but like not fully embodied, not fully in my body. And the biggest like challenge that really sent me on my own path of sexual self-exploration was not being able to orgasm with partners. So Mm -hmm. I could self-pleasure, masturbate and orgasm in like a minute or two. But yep. then when I was in the bedroom with a partner, I never, like, I had never orgasmed with a partner. Wow. And it never bothered me initially, but then yep. it started, I'm like, what is going on here? I'm like, I know it's not my physical body because clearly, mm-hmm. like, I'm, my body is capable of orgasming. Yes. And what was even more frustrating than that is I'm like, where do I freaking go to learn about these things where like why did nobody teach me this shit <laughs> like mm-hmm. I really had a hard time with that like I was really like of all the things they teach us in school like, even of all the things like my parents taught me I'm like why is nobody talking about this why is nobody teaching me how like it, it, it's kind of like this it's like amen sex is taboo. we're not supposed to talk about it um, but then when you get into the bedroom with a partner, with someone you love, you're magically supposed to be free and expressed right. and know your own body and orgasm. Uh-huh. And it felt like this huge discrepancy for me between like kind of real life and like who I was pretending to be and then going into the bedroom. <clears throat> mm. And so that's how my journey of my own exploration started was like, I, I'm going to learn my body. I'm going to take my sex into my own hands I'm gonna learn who I am I'm gonna learn my orgasm I'm gonna reconnect with my genitals like I would literally stare at my genitals in front of the mirror every day for at least five minutes yes I'm gonna be comfortable with this part of myself Mm. and what happened is I was a hairstylist at the time so I, I mean, being a hairstylist was a beautiful career because it had such connection with my clients, right? They became, they became friends. They became women I connected with deeply and we were very open with each other after, you know, over a decade of, of doing some of these women's hair. And so I would talk to them about it and I would talk to them about all this that I was learning. And as I opened up and started speaking more openly and more freely about sex and about my own journey and my own experience, I learned that I wasn't the only one. Like I really Mm. felt like I'm the only one who doesn't know this stuff. Like every other woman must have some secret manual on on sex and on her genitals that I didn't get. And as I spoke about it, I'm like, oh my God, a lot of women are experiencing these same kind of inner questions or inner challenges that that I was dealing with. And that's when I was really like, I want to teach other women. I want to help other women. I want to start sharing my experiences. So it started, um, it actually just started with me like speaking very freely on social media. Totally. Almost like a little bit provocative. Like I've always been a little bit of a rebel kind of pushing buttons. And so I was like, oh yeah. I was almost like breaking free of my own inner resistance Mm -hmm. by showing up online and being like, 
I'm a woman and I'm sexual and like yes society says and, hear me like, roar hear me roar and like the interesting <laughs> thing is it's like it's really an inner an inner freedom but it was like having that expression on social media like helped me step into that but anyways so then I went on to become a certified sex and relationship coach because okay. uh, and now I kind of combine together my own experience with like tools and teachings that I've learned through through my certification and through different programs so that it's like a really all-encompassing what I teach mm. women it's like we work on the emotional stuff we work on the psychological pieces the the yeah. mental side all the, the belief beliefs about what it means yes. to be a sexual woman and like creating new beliefs creating a new sexual identity um, but then really also mapping out like how do your actual physical genitals want to be touched like how do you want what do you need to feel emotionally safe with a partner? What do you need to feel mm. physically safe with a partner? Yes. Wow. What I'm that hearing. was a long answer it, to what it was. Do. It was so <laughs> good. Because what I what I extracted from that is that you have created the solution, the source, the guide that you wanted back when you were going Absolutely. through this stuff. You've created the solution that wasn't there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I call yeah. it like, this is the sex ed you didn't get growing up. Like, yes. this isn't a condom and a banana, people. We're doing the like, real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the real deal. Uh, that was my sex maybe, maybe at some point in time, like I kind of, I've always had this vision, like it doesn't feel like a now moment in my life, but I've kind of always had a vision of like having my own school. Um, and I mean, aside from the sex stuff I do, I also am a spiritual psychology coach. Mm. I'm, I'm very intuitive. So I, yes. I, I have an ability to really tap into someone's energy, see their patterns and help them, um, help them awaken to who we are as spiritual beings so that they can create yeah. their own life. But I kind of have had this vision of like, I want to have my own school and have like, Woman. like classes like real sex ed like we've been talking yeah. about and like intuition class like how to co-create with the universe Dude. um like those of us who are natural born teachers are like awakening to like oh we are here i'm getting goosebumps in my whole body so um right now and it's like yeah i do feel that like mm. there's like souls that we were born here to actually shift the planet and evolve like Fuck we're going yeah. through a revolution right now people don't realize it but like there's like a revolution going on in consciousness and in how we be and in the way we approach like the way we relate with ourselves in understanding who we are and I feel like sex is one piece of that um there are many pieces to yeah. it but awakening sexually dismantling sexual shame guilt mm -hmm. all that heavy contracted energy around sex is is one piece in in the global shift that's occurring right totally. now totally yeah yeah you think that like is some of the emotional or more of the like belief system that you work with your clients on is some of that generational or is it always like do you do, ever deal with like generational sex trauma where it passes down from a mother or a grandmother or something like that yeah that's a good question i haven't um okay. done any work like in that in that way yeah um part of me feels like i mean i shouldn't comment because i've never done it myself but i feel like the power is now 
Like the power is in this moment, the power, we have the power to change anything and everything like right now. And it's interesting because my mom says to me a lot, she, she actually says like, I feel that you're the one to break the patterns in our lineage, yes. but I don't see it that way. Like I'm just following my own path. I'm following what feels right to me now. So I think that that can be valuable, but I encourage people to make sure like that that's not giving your power away to someone else or like, yes. oh, I am this way because my mom was this way or I am this way because my grandma was this way. And it's like, if it helps to heal and helps to shift, cool, go for it. Whatever tools work. But right. I would encourage people don't use that to like, it As can almost be like a heavy crutch. burden. Yeah. I, I'm, I love what you're saying right now. It's like, don't let that be the reason you now feel helpless in shifting this because, well, it, it was passed down to me. There's nothing I can do. You know, it's, it's yeah. generational. Yeah. What's up y'all. I'm sorry to interrupt this juicy conversation with Kat, but I just had to pop in here and share really exciting news with you guys. I'm launching a five-day relationship revamp challenge, and I'm launching in just a few days, Monday, August 5th. Now, this challenge is designed to show you what kind of powerful transformation you can experience in your relationship when you apply action, education, and inner work for just five fucking days. You guys, I can't wait for your minds to be blown. So don't miss out on this free challenge. I'm never going to do this again. This is a one-time thing. So this is how you make sure you don't miss out. Hit the link in the show notes to join my private Facebook group. That's where I'm going to be hosting a live video every day for 10 to 20 minutes to get you ready for the action steps ahead. Each day you'll have action steps that are going to propel you further along this epic journey of relationship revamp. So make sure you join my Facebook group, join my email list as another way to stay in the loop. And I will see you Monday, August 5th for the challenge, badasses. I can't fucking wait. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, for those who participate all five days, you'll be entered to win one of two fucking amazing prizes, a $50 Amazon gift card. What's up, Amazon? Or a month of one-on-one coaching with me. You guys, a whole fucking month. Do you know what we could do in a month once you see what we can do in five days? <laughs> All right. I love y'all. I'm going to let you get back to this interview with Kat Tremarco. I believe that as we awaken and heal, that it that it does clear the past, that it does, like, I know that as I do my own inner work, it affects my mom, it affects my Nana, they tell me, but I'm not like, oh, I need to do this for them. I'm like, that's amazing that you're experiencing shifts, but I really believe in like my own self-responsibility and just believing that as I align with what's true for me, as I elevate into higher frequencies of love and truth, that it ripples out to everyone who I've, yeah. whom I've ever come into contact with, who I ever will come into contact with. Um, yeah. And yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I love that. I'm uh, just, yes, <laughs> personal responsibility. I'm so about it because honestly, it's the one thing that really changed my life is like mm-hmm. when I decided like, oh, I can change my life. Sweet. Yeah. You don't need to wait yeah. on me. And let's talk about that in relationships and sexually, because I know that for me, for a while, it was, there was this um, 
like frustration that my partner couldn't meet me sexually. And, yeah. and I was in multiple partnerships like over time, mm -hmm. but it was always like, oh, my partner can't meet me or they don't want to have sex as much as I do, or they want to have sex more than I do or they're, and I, and it really, for me, like the shifting point was like, Hmm, I'm the common denominator in all my relationships. Yes. I've got to figure this out for myself. And I kind of even want to touch on this in like the, the feminine collective victim consciousness, okay. um, which is like a sensitive subject I know. Um, around sex. But I feel like it, even that we need to bring light to and, and take responsibility as women to like, we can't really change the past. We can't change like the, the energy that's been between men and women and even the energy of like violation and attack. But the, yeah. the way, actually I would say the way we change that is by reclaiming our own sex and by mm -hmm. reclaiming our own bodies Obviously. and by becoming powerful within ourselves, not by attacking someone else, not by making right. someone strong. It's like, boom, this is my opportunity to like know self. And I think that that mm. is like the ultimate self-responsibility, which can be triggering for some people. I'm very aware. Yeah. Um, so I do say that with love and, and for the greater purpose of evolving um, ourselves and evolving our culture and our society and how we interact with men around sex. Yeah. So when I hear you say, just to clarify for the listener, when I hear you say our responsibility as women and in the context of sexual, um, sexuality, are you talking about knowing your boundaries, knowing your preferences, knowing how your body works, what you don't like, what you like, and then being able to stand for that and speak to that? Um, That's it. Yeah. Nikki, yeah. like you, but yeah, you just like encapsulated it in a pretty little, <laughs> little package. But exactly, that's exactly it. Okay. And yes, it's been my personal experience that I'm a very sexual woman, and I, I believe that I exude that when I'm out in public because I'm very embodied in it. Like people, men notice me, like everywhere I go, women notice me everywhere I go. But because I feel safe inside of myself, because I feel safe mm. in my own sexuality and, and being embodied in my own sexual energy, it's never a violation type energy. It's almost yeah. this like queenship energy or mm. goddess energy. Goddess of, energy. Hell yeah. Yeah. Of like, I've heard I you say this. I, Safety exists within, or how do you say it? Safety exists within, not, or you have a better word for it, but I've heard you say this in a few of your <laughs> I, I, I'll probably botch it if I try and re-say the sentence, but it's, yeah, to me, it's a feeling of like when I feel safe inside with my own sexuality, with my own sexual energy, I am safe to be in the world as a sexual woman. Mm -hmm. And that's what the personal responsibility means to me, I guess, is like, mm -hmm. and that's what I help other women do too, is like feeling safe inside of yourself first yes. so that you can <sighs> A, feel safe being out in public, right? So many mm. people just don't even feel safe to, to be sexual or to connect. Like um, this was my experience before I did all this work. It was almost like there was a disconnect in my own body when I'd be out in public or even when I'd be around men, it was like an energetic sever between my, my mind and my pussy. Um, and I, I believe in it, and this is the way I teach it too, is that a lot of women disconnect from their sexual energy for protection. 
because it's like, it's so scary. It's so not safe that I've got to just disown and like throw away this part of myself and then I'll be safe. But the true safety actually comes from full integration Mm -hmm. because you're not putting a part of yourself, compartmentalizing it. And then the the contradiction is then when you feel safe and you've embodied that back in, then you're actually safe in the world. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's my, yeah, like my message of empowerment to women is like, and it does take work. Like, I mean, I don't want to, I mean, this has been years of work on myself and then also teaching it to arrive at these conclusions and to be able to take women through that process. So I know it it might sound like packaged in a pretty little bow, but I'm definitely aware that this is deep inner work to, to shift old programs and to shift this dense energy around sex. Yeah. Yeah definitely just feel the depth of that work and my mind's thinking to how conditioned so many women have been to not wear the mini skirt or don't post that picture mm-hmm. it looks it looks like you're provoking you're asking for attention you know or i mean how many women have been told after some kind of circumstance like you were asking for that or you you shouldn't have been um you know looking for so much attention so with that it makes sense to me that there's going to be a lot of inner you've talked about belief the mindset work which I just want to highlight because I think for a lot some people think that sexual work is more like show me the positions give me the language here we go and what I hear you saying is there's so much inner mindset belief system type of work to come with it Um, yeah 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 And that's like my sweet spot is mm. combining together all of those because there is the real physical part of like, how do I want to be touched? Okay. I have genitals. I need to touch them, connect with them and know how to direct someone and ask for what I want. But then there's also the emotional, the mental and the spiritual, um, everything that we've been talking about so far. And so that's where like, I mean, (laughs) I just like, my programs are genius and the transformation I take women through is so um, powerful because of the mix of these components mm-hmm. um, because we're whole beings, right? Like yes. we're, we have all these different multidimensional. We're multidimensional. Like we're, yeah. It's not just like rub your genitals together until you orgasm. But I want to speak to what, what you said about, yes. um, about like the, yeah, like the fear of, of being seen. Cause I, I so clearly remember like when I was in the earlier time of doing that, like working through a lot of this stuff on my own yeah. and I was like, I'm going to wear a sports bra to the gym. And it was like scary for me. It was like, that was a step. Like that yeah. was like, uh, I really want to do this. Like I really want to wear, not wear my tank top and just wear my sports bra. And it was like, I was nervous. Like I found myself yes. even like walking out of the change room, kind of holding my water bottle, like in front of my breasts, like, mm-hmm. like kind of almost this like protection stance, but I was very aware of it. And you know, it's like all those little, those little steps forward in, mm-hmm. in confidence, in reclaiming and that, I don't know, like that's where the transformation happens, but you, yes. you're totally right. Is it's like, um, learning to feel safe that we can do that and, and not, um, feel violated for it. Right. Right. Which, wow. What important work in the world, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. and I, I love what you mentioned about the 
changing the relation, like we can't change what happened in the past, um, but how can we change the current relationship in this sexual context between men and women in the world? Um, I love that, yeah. that question. Yeah. And I, got, I have to give a shout out to men right now as well, because the beginning part of my own journey was very much solo in, in creating the foundation inside myself. But then like, there was like this next tier or this next level to my own healing and integration. And that was through sexual experiences with men and being cared for and being um, like being held. Like there's a certain Mm -hmm. level of healing that I believe only comes through that sacred holding of the masculine. I mean, and I had times where it was like blissful and fun and, pleasurable and I had times where I had such deep orgasm that I just bawled after and cried after and it was like an emotional release um and when a man can hold that space when a man can be steady when a woman in his presence is going through that and not try and fix it and just let her break down let her cry and let her move through it that is something that was like a some of the deepest mm. layers of my own healing and I just so I just want to like shout out to all the men yeah um, who are still showing up even in these times of um of all the sexual trauma and craziness yeah. like bubbling to the surface is is we need men in our healing a, as well we need that to heal totally. that relationship with the masculine I'm so grateful to you for sharing that because there is there is a us way in the culture right now with the me too movement and everything that depending how you look at it can cast this just sort of dark cloud over men in general and their sexual you know they're out of control and all this kind of stuff and so i appreciate you highlighting how like no not don't fuck men like we we need men we love men let's rewrite the story let's rewrite this narrative um and there's a lot of men doing their own powerful healing work. Um, yes. Obviously, oh, there's, there's room. There's room up. for more. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like maybe it's not a time to punish. The energy of punishment is a really dark energy. The energy of punishment and condemnation is a very low vibrational energy, and yes. I don't support it in any way, shape, or form. Whether it's sexually or anything that's happening um it's an opportunity to learn it's an opportunity for us to bring light to the shadows of our of our consciousness and um and to evolve like that's our only Mm. option is to evolve and like this is what it took us yeah you know yeah but we don't even give men the opportunity to evolve when we're punishing them. Like think of even when you shame yourself and you punish yourself for doing something wrong, that is not the energy that creates elevation and transformation. Creativity and trend. No. Yeah. No, no. So we have to approach it from a different energy. Mm. It's not that the action itself is okay. It's not but we have to approach it from a higher energy so that we can transform as a collective and so that we can learn to work together in our healing instead of um, an attack energy between, between men and women. And that's what I believe that on a deeper, um, 
a deeper layer of consciousness that this is about is 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 this deeper healing and this deeper return to love between men and women and within self yes girl drop the mic we're done here (laughs) (laughs) yes words of wisdom from kat tramarco you guys holy shit that is i'm I, we totally didn't even talk about the conversation going here, but I love that it did because I have very, I just have very similar feelings about the Me Too movement and um, the direction it's going and the direction it could go. And I just appreciate you sharing that woman. Yeah, yeah, totally. You're so welcome. And I just want to say too, that like as a woman for like you or I or anyone else, even standing up in this light and having these conversations can feel scary and vulnerable. Like there's a a little piece of me, a little fear voice in the back of my head. That's kind of like, who's going to be mad at me for saying this? Like, who's going to come at me for, um, for speaking this, of like, you don't know what you're talking about or you don't, you haven't experienced this. Like there's that, there is that real fear. And so for me, it's like making the voice of love and the voice of truth louder than, than that voice of, of, of fear and yes. um, hurt to have the courage to stand in that. Like I, I feel that me having the courage to say how I really feel about these things um, gives others permission to see things in a different way um, themselves as well. Yeah, definitely. Mm. You just said, I choose to have the voice of truth be louder than the voice of fear. Mm-hmm. fuck yeah that's yeah. an amazing thing thank you yeah you're so welcome oh yes yes okay and that I would say too is like for me it's funny because even before we hopped on and we're are recording this episode it's like that's a daily practice for yes me. in it, like totally it's a practice to it's a mo it's a, not a daily it's a freaking moment to moment practice totally. to choose to, to show up, to choose. To be aware of the fear that's present and then choose to follow exactly. the truth anyway. Yes. Yeah. I think a lot, of, like a big misconception out there is get rid of your fear or, you know, like be fearless or, you know, overcome your fears. And I've never resonated with that because to me, it's about what you just said, which is, oh no, the fear's still there. Like, I'm not fearless over here. Like, I don't have a business yeah. and a podcast because I'm fearless. It's because I was scared as shit to start my business and my podcast. And I was aware, kind of like you hearing, oh, there you are. Hey, Mr. Fear, yeah. right on my shoulder. And then yeah. I did it anyway. Yeah. That's like real courage, you know? And doing it over and over and over again as well. I think that like, working that people muscle. See the outer, <laughs> like, people see the outer result of that but it is important to know that it's like it is a daily decision i was actually so i was listening to michael beckwith um a couple of weeks ago i don't know if you know who he is he's he's quite well known for being on the documentary the secret he's a a spiritual leader um he runs agape spiritual center beautiful human being so amazing but i mean he's powerful when he's on stage and he's speaking like there is there is power behind like that man is tapped into consciousness and he was sharing a story. I was listening to him on a, on Lewis Howe's podcast and he was sharing a story uh, about years ago when he was, he soundproofed his garage and would be in his garage and like asking, like shouting for 
um, I'm, I'm going to botch his words for sure. But what I heard from it is like, for the courage to step into his spiritual calling, for the courage mm. to follow his purpose. And I got goosebumps in my whole body and I am now too, because it's so easy for us to look at other people and think it was, it's easy for them or they were just born that way or they, and it's like, no, it's daily work to choose love, to choose mm -hmm. elevation, to choose truth, truth yes. courage. And Bravery. you know, we, see someone like him like 30 40 years down the road where you just think that's who he is it's like no that's who he chose to become and now that's who he yes. is so we choose who we're becoming we choose um we choose we choose truth every day we choose love every day and when we forget to choose it we don't beat ourselves up we we re-choose again we choose again right um, you yeah. constantly re work and that's why in the context of relationships sometimes i've heard people say like yeah i've had four marriages with the same person because mm. we're constantly you know we've been together 30 40 years we've had so many new images definitions personalities throughout this this journey so i i love that you highlighted it's not a need to beat yourself up if, if your path changes if if you have to go back to the basics and get get that courage up again um yeah it's just a new part of the, the journey, a new chapter. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love Tony Robbins always says, he's like, I, this Tony Robbins you see in front of you, he was not born like this. I created this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> yes. And I'm just like, truth. Like, you don't know. And I, yes, the yes. way you're highlighting it is so great because it's easy to look at them and think, easy for you to say, dude. Easy for you to say. Yeah. Oh my God, we could do a whole other episode. I should have you on my show. We yes. can talk about like uh, creating your identity because that's Seriously. a whole, that's a whole other thing too. I, it's like, it is. Yeah. 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 I could, that might need to be another conversation because I could go down mm -hmm. this road. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, so to loop back to kind of where we started here, um, mm -hmm. thinking of my listener and something they could walk away, away with today that would help them. So um, mm -hmm. let's say there's someone out there who's like, yes, that's me. I'm so, I, you kind of mentioned in your story, like, I felt like I was just going through the motions of sex. So let's say there's someone out there like, wow, that's me. I have no idea what I like. I've never, like, I don't even know how I like to be touched. I've just been going through the motions. Mm -hmm. Is there something they could do today, you know, after this episode to just begin the process of getting in touch with that and Yeah. Know. First, I would, I would want to say, um, just to shed some light on some of the kind of symptoms I guess I would say okay um, great. of not being of not feeling safe in your sexual energy and not um knowing yourself and being connected to yourself sexually and one is going through the motions of sex um another one would be uh difficulty or in inability to orgasm um either with self or with partner um, can be dissociation during sex. So what I described as dissociation, it's almost this feeling of like, uh, I'm not really in my body. Like I, my mind is kind of leaving my body um, mm -hmm. in a fear response. So that's something to notice for um, potentially numbing out. Like if you feel like, oh, I don't feel that much sensation during sex. Or mm -hmm. for me, it used to be like uh, oral. It was like, oh my God, as soon as someone's 
face as it is in between my legs like I just like disconnect from my body because there's so much fear so like a physical um, numbing is that what you mean like a physical numbing yeah yeah almost like not feeling the depths of pleasure available I actually feel like a lot of women are living that and don't even know what's possible when they awaken and and like bring sensation back um and another one would be like fear of initiating like wanting sex Mm -hmm. desiring it but like I can't no I'm like I'm too scared to initiate it um so those would be like some of if you're experiencing some of those in your life that um everything that we've everything that we've talked about here is um is like the solution to that is the solution to those kind of surface level symptoms that are showing up in your life but where I would say to start is to become aware of them like start to notice like what is my relationship to my genitals um where do I experience fear around sex um I'm starting to bring awareness to that. And then the first like tangible tool or process that I give all of my clients that I work with is to um, reconnect with your genitals on a physical level. So mm-hmm. like take a handheld mirror and look at your vulva or what I, what I always, well, I still do this, but especially when I was um, starting this healing process, I would like bend over backwards in front of a mirror just for a few minutes as I was changing every morning and just like connect visually with my vulva mm. and go like oh you're so beautiful you're so juicy you're so yeah. you, you experience so much pleasure and just like having that loving dialogue with mm. my own genitals which can be triggering um some people might be triggered hearing this and i just honor your emotions that are coming up the first time you do it the first dozen times you do it can yeah. be triggering um but that is like the first place I believe to start. Notice where the fear, where you're operating in fear around sex and around your own body and, um, and start to reconnect with your own genitals and have a loving relationship with your own body. And you really just mean on a, like looking at them and loving them and not, you're not even talking about masturbation right now. You're just talking about looking no. at them and being able to mm-hmm. reconnect with them in that type of way. I actually encourage um specifically not to masturbate initially and the reason is is because sometimes with sex and with masturbation we can fall into just like default patterns Mm -hmm. i'm like i know what gets me off so i'm just going to do this until i have an orgasm yeah and so by breaking that pattern and taking kind of orgasm off the table initially it allows you to connect deeper with yourself and i do this with couples sometimes too where i'll create a night of connection sexual connection and sexual play for them but there's like a rule of either we'll we'll play with it depending on the situation but sometimes there's a rule of no intercourse or sometimes there's a rule of um of of no orgasm so Mm -hmm. because it it forces you to explore other avenues for pleasure connection without just like jumping into that kind of like default how you've always had sex which is just kind of an old program right Uh, get to the finish line and there we go yeah more of an explorative like just what I'm hearing is like just the chance to be curious because you don't have this end goal in mind of like you got to get to the orgasm so when you take that off the table it's like huh what happens if I do this what happens if you do that and it's just totally like a curious curious play zone is kind of what I'm hearing yeah well and i'll actually like give specific practices so it's well okay um, 
it's curious in like, what can I experience in my body? But I like to give people um, like clear direction of like That's how really to helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that can be almost intimidating then. I'm like, well, what the fuck are we supposed to be? Doing? <laughs> um, which is why working with the, someone who's skilled in this area can be really beneficial so that you have yes. that direction. You have that like, Oh, okay. Cause it can be scary initially. Like it's crazy. Like some people in intimate relationships don't even have these conversations with their partner. And I was the same way for years. It was like, we don't talk about this stuff. No, we like, just we do it. We and just then- do it. Yeah. And then, yeah. Then put, put, pretty it up in a little bow. Sorry, that's my little puppy. <laughs> my little puppy sounds like a guard dog. I know. He's a solid five pounds. Oh he my gosh, what a cutie. <laughs> I got you, mom. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll protect you. Um, but, but yeah, that was, and I mean, that was my experience of like, we don't talk about this, but then we're just supposed to know what to do and then package it up with a pretty little bow afterwards. Right. That was confusing to me. Yeah. 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 I think it's confusing for a lot of people and it's just so interesting because it is one of the most taboo things to talk about in a deep way. Yet it's one of the most exploited things in sales and media and it's something we all experience. Everyone has sexual needs and desires. That's like part of being a human. It's built into us so that we can reproduce. And so just the fact that it is so taboo to talk about on this level is, it's just very interesting given how everyone, everyone needs to know this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you drew the line between that discrepancy of like how it's it's so like commercialized and objectified and like it has mm-hmm. such a weird like energy around it when it is talked about um right. or it's just not talked or it's about just not. So, yeah. yeah 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 so it's like bringing this different energy to the conversation yes exactly um and so y'all i'm gonna link up cat's social media stuff on this on the show notes here but if you're wanting more of these conversations she does live videos and she, this is what she talks about a lot of the time. So um, that is a place you can go and get more, more of this actual deep based in reality conversation around sex um, and not just what you see out there on the internet and the media. Because <laughs> I know that can be confusing for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about your book because you're relaunching your book right now. I am. Yes. So August, I think it's like the 27th to September 2nd, I'm relaunching my book self-approved. That's kind of a whole other journey. (laughs) Totally. It's not as related to this, but maybe you can just um, share with us uh, a snippet into what that's about. And then um, we can leave people with resources to find out more if that interests them. Yeah. So, I mean, the book, the first part of the book is, is my memoir, my journey um actually where I share my journey into sobriety after 10 years of drug and alcohol abuse um ending a significant relationship in my life and that person passing away and it was really my uh my spiritual awakening of sorts or asking deeper questions about who I am what I'm here for how I want to live my life and how we create transformation like how and that kind of ties in even to what we were talking about like creating our own identity is like how we do that like how do we how do you actually create 
change and create transformation and step out of toxic patterns and behaviors that are not serving you and create something new. Um, so in that book, I do share my whole journey and I do actually share a lot of my early sexual experiences of, um, and kind of where some of the programming I had came from and how I dismantled that. But yeah, I share my whole story, my memoir, my journey into sobriety. And then I teach the inner processes and the inner tools mm -hmm. that I use that anyone can use, not just for sobriety. It's really about for creating any positive momentum or any positive change that you're looking to, to shift in your life. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And that's available worldwide on, on Amazon. Amazing. So I will link that if you guys want more on her story. And yeah, I love that because like you said, it's, you're, you're talking about it in the context of, um, becoming, you know, your sobriety journey, but what can't you apply that type of process to, you know, you want to shift your relationships, you want to shape, shift your environment. Um, just, yeah, yeah. Such a useful life. Skip. Yeah, the, the way I teach it is it's, I actually call it, it's called Be Yourself Blueprint, and it's um, teaching you how to return home to your inner truth yeah. to create transformation in any area. So yeah. I teach it in a way that takes you through the processes of how to do it in whatever is present in, right. in your life in the moment. And it really is about tapping into that the the deeper truth of who you are as a as a soul here on a journey yeah 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 mm, so beautiful okay so as we begin to wind down um i want to okay i just kind of want to ask you you are a relationship coach and this is a relationship podcast so i just kind of want to ask you like as a relationship coach what are what is one or a few of the like important pillars to really creating and sustaining a thriving, mutual, beautiful, sexy, empowering relationship? Yeah, I would say number one is know yourself. Know yourself and learn authentic communication skills. So mm -hmm. learn how to authentically communicate what is present for you in the relationship, what's happening inside of you. Um, those would be the two, the two biggest ones. Um, for me, I'm currently single in, in this moment, but I believe that, I believe that relationship success is always built on the inner work that we do within ourselves, within yeah. ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the third piece in that would be clarity on intention. Um, and so this would go for anyone, like whether you're single and dating, like maybe you're going on dates, you're meeting new people, um, maybe you're in a long-term relationship already, or like you said, um, you said, was it your friend that talked about recreating relationships? Yeah, being a new version of the same yeah. relationship. Uh -huh. So whether you're in a long-term relationship and you're wanting to, to shift and recreate, or you're single and dating and getting to know people, um, being clear on what your personal intention is within the relationship or entering the relationship and having that conversation again, this is one of these things that's like, Oh, we're not supposed to talk about it, but especially yeah. like when you're in the early phases, right. Or actually right. even once you're in a long-term relationship, like, but to have a shared intention for the relationship. Mm. Yes. Um, and there are no, 
there are no wrong intentions, um, but it's important to be clear. I mean, I've had intentions where it's like, I just want to explore sexually with you. And I've had intentions of like, I want to build a life. Like I want to um, create a higher spiritual purpose through union. Mm -hmm. And so getting clear on like, what is your intention within a romantic or sexual relationship? And then learning how to communicate that and ask someone else what their intention is too. Um, Because that also too, for me, is the determining factor of like, is this going to be a cohesive partnership? Um, and for how long? Because if there's not a shared intention or shared vision yeah. of the purpose of the relationship, mm-hmm. um, that that's where that's where challenges arise and where problems arise. Because if there is that shared intention for the greater purpose of the relationship, um, then when there's challenges within the relationship, when there's chat, when there's kind of those day to day um, challenges or emotional triggers if both people are in alignment with that higher intention and that higher purpose, you can come back to that place. Um, And it's almost like you're a team in the face of challenges instead of going against each other. Yes. Because of that shared reality is what I mean. Exactly. But if the intention isn't clear and communicated, it's too easy to get swept up in the trigger in the moment. Um, So it's knowing that and having those continual conversations to come back to that higher truth and that higher purpose. And so for me personally, I, um, that is my intention within relationship at this point in my life. And for me, it's, um, I am seeking the person who is also in alignment with that and, yeah. and to do that with. And so that would be my encouragement for anyone who is single and maybe not in partnership and looking for partnership of like, know what you desire and be clear Mm. in it and be embodied in it and trust the process like trust the dating process I trust that every man that comes into my life I learn something I grow and I get more clear and closer to that um that partner that I'm creating that ultimate vision Mm. with and I think that that's an important energy to hold or if you're someone who's maybe ending a relationship or you're realizing that this isn't the relationship for you hold true to that higher vision, that higher intention for a relationship. And that person, when you stay true to that and don't let yourself waver from it, that person will have to find you and they're looking for you too. Yes. Oh, I love that. Because if we're, if I'm waiting for that higher, that vision, right? I have that vision of what the partnership's going to look like, but then I get scared. They're never going to come along. Uh, You know, how old am I getting? So then let's say I some people would use the word settle, or I decide to partner up mm-hmm. with this person who's not quite what I was going for, but it will do. I don't feel lonely. Now the space that was available for that other person to come in is filled. Yeah. So it's not like I, yeah. I tell my clients this a lot is like, you, if, if this is important to you, you've got to have the space. And that means you've got to learn patience and trust everything you're talking about. Totally. I trust in the process. I know they're on the way and I'm going to be that much better for them when they get here, because I've had all these practice relationships which have served me and and taught me new ways to love and I feel like important to say here too that totally rides on the coattail that is like defining what a successful relationship means for you um I know because this was something I kind of struggled with in my past too of of like oh like is it a failure if I'm not in relationship yet and it's not like it's not unless you decide it is so 
um, I feel like a lot of women can interpret the, the single times in their life as, as failure, but it's like, no, we just have to reconstruct that exactly what you're saying of, no, you're, you're holding the space and, and, and consciously and intentionally intend for the relationship you are bringing in. And then mm. that can be, a, it can all be beautiful. It's like being yes. single can be beautiful, being dating can, dating yes. can be beautiful, being in relationship can be mm. beautiful. Every step of this journey yes. gets to be juicy. It gets to be fun. It Ooh. gets to be, it gets to be full of love. Yes. Sister, you, first of all, you just use the word juicy. So I love you 10 times more. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I just couldn't agree more. There, you know, there are no such thing as failures as long as we can learn from those experiences. It's just a learning yeah. experience. And same thing applies to dating. And I, I'm happy that we've come here because I probably can't share this enough for those of you listeners out there who are in the process of trying to find that relationship. Um yeah, nothing's a failure. It's all part of the process and yeah. None of these other relationships haven't worked out yet because they're not, you know, they haven't gone where your higher vision yet because they're not meant to. And that relationship's still on its way. Yeah. And it's coming, like it's coming. And the more that you can align with that now, it's by just doing a, the inner work, right? Yes. Aligning. But I want to make that clear too, because one of my, one of my things in, that I see a lot in my business is well, I want a partner who's like this, that, this, that, this, that, this, that. And then I always ask, okay, who do you have to be to attract that person? Yeah. And oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes it's like, huh, I never thought about that. So what I also want to say with what me and Kat are talking about right now for you listeners is yes, they're on the way and you have to keep up leveling and doing your inner work and doing your growth in order to be an energetic match for them when they come. Right. Oh, 100%. That that's ninety percent of the work. It's like ten yes. percent of the work is listing out what you want in a partner. Ninety percent is becoming the equivalent to that partner. Yes, I love that. And that's where you get to work with myself or Nikki. Yes, <laughs> you can take uh, through these processes. Yeah, yes. and and the same with that's the way of you sex too. Is it's like because a lot I you know we kind of touched on this earlier, but it can be that like oh I want my partner to be like this sexually or or um, treat me in this way. And I'm like, well, how well do you know yourself sexually? Like right. that's your inner work. And when you mm. become that, you will attract men who meet you in that space. You can't attract yes. men beyond your own understanding. Um, and so it's the same, yeah, sexually and and in relationship and, yes. and love. And the, the positive spin on that is like, it means that you're in control. Like you're in control of who you're attracting. You're in control of who's coming into your experience and you get to adjust, refine, tweak it all the time. You know, if something shows up in your experience and it's not what you wanted, cool. That's just feedback from, for where you're vibrating at. Now you get to up level, you get to, to do the inner work and, and shift again and then call in something more aligned. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. different view on the process. Right, it's really a different view on life like mm -hmm. talking to you right now I'm seeing a lot of my beliefs in you and it's it's cool to connect with someone like this um and it's it's really just a mindset of life like you know my I feel like the background to all this for me is life isn't meant to be an easy journey I'm challenges are here to help me and my ultimate grow goal is to grow heal and serve as much as I possibly can and so with that 
belief, like, yeah, challenges come, things don't work out. And I'm like, huh, that's very interesting. I love how you use the word feedback. It's like, hmm, all right, what can I do differently? What can I learn here? Yeah. It's almost like the same shit still happens in life. Oh yeah. When you're equipped with that different internal program, it's, it's different experiencing it. It's different approaching it. And I feel like when people can really start to understand that and do their, their inner work with guidance and mentorship, um, you just start to feel so much more in, in control and yeah. And like Mm -hmm. a challenge is no longer a, Oh my God, this is going to break me or ruin me. It's like, this is an opportunity to grow. This is an opportunity to, to shift. This is an, it becomes an opportunity instead of something that's going to take you down. Totally. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. You guys must follow Kat. She's got so much to say, not only on relationships and sexuality, but just this mindset is who you want to surround yourself with. Go follow her. I'll link her up in the show notes. I'm telling you guys. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I do have, I want to uh, share, come follow me on all the social medias. I do have also a couple really powerful um, programs. If you want to do this work, in a group too. So yes, hand it over to you. Um, that's not set up yet. So oh, maybe we shouldn't talk about that yet. Perfect. We're not, you guys, there's a super exciting webinar coming, but it's not set up yet. So you'll hear more about that in a little while. <laughs> yeah, I'll share. I can share that with you when it is like when I have a date Perfect. and you can send it out to your to your yeah. uh, your audience and your people. Um, but right now, I do have the book on Amazon. I have a program called Reclaim Your Sex, Reclaim Your Life. So this is yes. about that reconnecting with your own sexual energy, having sexual boundaries, having energetic sexual boundaries, yes. and a lot of the mindset piece that we talked about today. I yes. take you through. Um, processes to shift in these ways and to reprogram yourself and to become aware of where you currently are. And then I do also have um, like one-on-one coaching and group coaching uh, available. So yeah, reach out to me. That program you just mentioned for my listener, if I'm, if I remember correctly, um, that's much more focused on the mindset, the belief system than the actual sexual communication and language, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Reclaim your sex, reclaim your life is definitely the more mindset, emotion, and boundary piece. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I have different programs that are more on the mapping out your body and how yeah. to communicate, confidently communicate. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. yeah. So really for you listeners, this um, claim yourself, claim your body, or I've Reclaim up. your sex, reclaim your life. Reclaim your sex, reclaim your life. This is for like the beginner course, I would say. Yeah, I mean, it's like you're the like wanting to get started, you want to work. I think it's your lower cost offer too. So if someone wants yeah. to try working with you at a lower cost and get a taste of your magic, um, yeah. this is really. I think it's less than three hundred dollars. Is that right? It is. It's usually two forty nine. Um, yeah. It is on sale till July 29th for one forty nine for a hundred dollars wow. off. Um, okay, so honestly, it's that like is anyone can afford this. Of course. Totally. So it's an amazing opportunity to yeah. work with you. It's probably like the lowest cost chance to work with you is my guess. It is. And it's a great way to, like you said, to step into the work. It's a self-study program. So you can work through it on your own time. Um, and then of course, like as you move through that and you're ready for the next level, then it's time to go into like a group coaching program where it's yes. more having me hands on work with you. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. So this yep. is a self-study and then you can move into the one-on-one. Amazing. Totally. I love yeah. that. 
So I will have a link in the show notes that just links directly to the cart with that, um, with that self-study course for those of you who are interested in, you know, just dipping your toes in and taking that first step and um, working on that, that mindset belief system you've been talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I would say it's, it's even that though, even though it's like the foundation, there's still deep transformation that happens even in the, in that little course. Piece. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great. Hell yeah. Yay. Yay. Okay. So before we um, just close, sign off here, I just want to open it up. If there's any final words of wisdom, advice, love you want to share with um, our listeners today before we say goodbye. Mm. Where you are is perfect. Mm. And where you're going is even better. Ah! Can I get that on some underwear? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I'll quote you. Send me a pair of girl. Have your name yeah. on my ass. It'll be fine. Yeah. I would be honored. I would be honored. <laughs> Hell yeah, you guys. All right. Well, don't forget to follow Kat, pick up her book, check out her programs. It's been such an honor to have this conversation with you. I'm so grateful for you coming and Thank sharing you. your wisdom. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all, what did you think of that conversation? What did you learn? Were you triggered? What did you feel? Did you, could you relate to some of Kat's story? Mm, I'm so curious about how y'all feel about this conversation. So um, I'm also wondering who's about to sign up for Reclaim Your Sex, Reclaim Your Life? Because that shit, literally $150, you guys. If you have never invested in yourself and this course even in the littlest bit tickled your fancy, I'm encouraging you to go sign up for that shit because the, like I've invested tens of thousands of dollars in my own personal growth and development <laughs> and $149. I'm like, is that even real? This woman's amazing. I highly, highly recommend working with her at such a small price point. You can get a taste of her, see what she's like. Um, and then who knows? Ah, yes. Another amazing conversation on Relationship Badass podcast. So my action step or call to action for you guys this week based on this episode is to simply, for those of you out there who are like, I was I was kind of asking about you guys when I was talking to Kat, but if you're like, man, I, I don't even know where to start, dude. I'm so shut down. I don't even like sex. Me and my partner barely have sex. Sex feels like duty and not pleasure. If any of those is you, my action step for you this week is to just start with the really simple guidance Kat gave you in the episode, which is to just begin to create a relationship with your genitals. So she talked about using a hand mirror and just looking at them and saying, hey, and Wow, you're so beautiful. Um, she also talked about bending over behind a full-length mirror. And so there's a lot of different ways you can do it, but that is my call to action to you. And I know for some of you, you're like, ew, oh my God, that sounds disgusting. That is good feedback right there. If the idea of your genitals or touching them feels disgusting, that's okay. But why not attempt to make create a more empowering relationship with your genitals, which is, I fucking love you. You're not disgusting. You're beautiful. All that kind of stuff. So 
that's all I've got, folks. <laughs> I can't wait to meet some of y'all at Arise. I'm so excited to squeeze you in person. And also, leave me a review and let me send you some free gifts, okay? <laughs> all right, y'all. I fucking love you guys. It is way past baby grandma's bedtime. And I will catch you in the next episode.